What you are about to hear is a labor of love, our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rock Strikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com, home of all the great podcasts. We'll get to that, of course, at the end of the show. And that little extra special thanks to those of you who listen to every second of the show. The intro and outro every time, all that good stuff. And, of course, a big thank you and hugs and all that good stuff, fist bumps, horns, all that for listening to that 10-parter where I did the top 100 albums of the decade. I seem to have a, a few extra people chatting about it, so it looks like it tracked decently. And, uh, you know, for the longtime friends of the show, I hope you enjoyed it. You seem to have. So thanks again, and thanks for putting the word out there for those of you who did. Yes. Okay, so I took a couple of weeks off. You know, recharge, get remotivated, all that stuff. And, uh, lo and behold, here comes my birthday. So I'm not going to make a, that big of a deal out of it. I always try to figure out a way to put it into the show, just to make it worth my while and justify having another year tacked on to me. So, you know, 41, which is what I am now, as of right now, as of this recording, uh, 24 hours into it. Uh, you know, it's not a special number and nothing really big happens, and that's fine. Especially, you know, I have noticed you get around to years like this and it doesn't matter or you don't want to pay attention to it. <laughs> it's a little bit of both. But, uh, you know, so I'm tying into the show here. And I decided, hell, you know, I really couldn't think of one damn good theme. And I'm just going to go with this. Uh, it was intriguing enough when I first thought of it. So I started to dive deep into it, thinking I was giving myself a real easy theme. Turns out I've been working on it for like the last five days now, which is ridiculous for a show like this. But I'm going to go ahead and go with it anyway. I think I came up with ten solid songs here for the show this week. And so, to tie into my birthday, which is a loose concept here, but a direct one as well. Does that make sense? Okay. But I'm going to do the 41st song released by Random Artist. Yes. So when I started to think about doing this, I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy. But, you know, me, I don't do anything half-assed. So I'm not just going with studio albums. I am going with studio recordings officially. Some of these people have B-sides and all this other stuff, soundtrack songs. So I actually had to do my homework on this, do my research, get on the Wikipedia, you know, get with it. So that's what I did. So you're going to hear, as far as I can tell... I think with almost zero error, and if I did do an error, please let me know. You won't hurt my feelings, because I need to know these things. As far as I could tell, these are all officially the 41st song ever released by any of these artists. Some of these may surprise you. I'm actually going to start off with a big surprise here. Some of you know this. If you're a fan of this band, then this will not surprise you. But if you're just, you know, if you're just a decent fan or just kind of know them a little bit, this is going to surprise you. I'm going to hit you over the head with a big one right here. This is... The 41st song ever released by this band, but to a lot of people, it was the first one they ever heard. Me being one of them, I'm not going to lie, even though they're local, was not into them before all this. So let's all uh, celebrate an obvious one here together, and it's a great opener, one of the great album openers ever, actually. So kicking off the 41st birthday special, spectacular, this is the 41st song ever released by Pantera. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yes, that's right. You heard right. Cowboys from Hell is the 41st song ever released officially by Pantera. Yes, Pantera put out four full-length studio albums prior to their major label debut with Cowboys from Hell in 1990. And uh, I'm a fan of those first four records, too. I've, I've since obtained them, copies of them, uh, on the vinyl and CD here and there. And uh, they're definitely worth your time, especially if you're a fan of 80s pop metal. Uh, they seem to be embarrassed by those releases still, but uh, I dig them. So go track them down if that surprised you. The first song most people heard by Pantera was indeed Cowboys from Hell. So we're going to continue on here uh, with, uh, you know, I don't think I have anything that shocking for the rest of the show. I just wanted to hit you over the head with a big one right there. So, you know, I just started to think about random artists, go down the rabbit hole and see what I can come up with. Obviously, I want to go with, you know, not as obvious tracks. That will definitely be the most obvious track I think you hear on this episode for sure. Uh, But that being said few of the obvious ones I tried to track down, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, of course I wanted to know, you know, what the 41st song was by a lot of my big favorites. Like, uh, for instance, Kiss, the 41st song they ever put out was I Want You. Somebody like The Clash, it looks like their 41st song was London Calling. Def Leppard, it was Love Bites, you know, things like that. So good songs too, of course, great songs. Uh, Rush was Jacob's Ladder, by the way. It took them all the way to the beginning of the 80s to get to their 41st song. Too funny. Just barely missing the show here was uh, Zeppelin's The Crunge off my favorite Zeppelin album, Houses of the Holy. So yeah, there's there's a few, uh, just letting you know. I, I did a lot of research, so I figured I might as well just tell you what they are on the show. So th- there's a few favorites that got cut off. But getting back to the music here, going to play the 41st song ever released by Ozzy Osbourne as a solo artist. So yeah, I, I did make a you know, little asterisk. No, nothing Sabbath went strictly with the solo stuff. You know, he's got a new solo album out, so I figured I'd go down that route. 
and there were a couple of b-sides that were officially released so you know sometimes you may be like no that wasn't the 41st song i've got all these albums well if you don't have all the b-sides those are official releases and we're of course going with studio songs uh if you do it that way then the 41st song ever released by ozzy osbourne was this bad boy right here
right there you go one of my favorite failed singles of all time right there this that was officially released as a single at one point even had a video and everything and i dig it but a lot of people don't even really know that song despite all that that song didn't really make the cut on a lot of best ofs and, and compilations and whatnot but there you go breaking all the rules by of course the oz man from the no rest for the wicked album 1988 of course the first album to feature zach wilde on lead guitar right there and a great rhythm section of uh Geezer Butler and Randy Castillo. Actually, Phil Suzon might have played bass on that. I think that's actually probably right. I think he got rid of Phil and had Geezer for the tour. I think that's officially the stats on that. But anyway, yeah, we did Ozzy, so we might as well do Dio, right? Leaving out Sabbath, of course. Leaving out Rainbow. Gonna do it that way. Solo career, Ronnie James Dio. And uh, this wasn't too hard. He's got a handful of B-sides uh, out and about. And I didn't count the Stars song either. Because that was more of a various artist thing. So going strictly with solo material from Ryan James Dio. Even though he wrote the song, of course. But left that one off. Rounded it up all the way to actually the uh, first song on his first album, Into the 90s. So yeah, track one from Lock Up the Wolves. It's a really fun album opener right here. So here you go. This is Dio with Wild One. One 
Alright, there you go. The mighty, late great icon, Dio, with Wild One from the Lock Up the Wolves record. That's that first album to feature Rowan Robertson there on lead guitar. Yeah, Rowan was 18 years old when he played on that record. That's ridiculous right there. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I like Lock Up the Wolves. Is it last in line? No, but it's it's really solid and a really good outing for somebody obviously not hitting the panic button at the dawn of the 90s, and I respect that for sure. Uh, I went down, of course, the rabbit hole here. Wiki really helped a lot in a few other websites, all music, things like that. But I found out something I never knew before, and it's so amazing and ridiculous as all get out. And this is about Ronnie, of course. So, you know, when you click on, especially if a fan has really taken the time to make a really nice discography list on Wikipedia, and I appreciate those things, you know, to make shows like this. There was something on there that caught my eye, and I was like, no way. So I did a little bit more digging, checked a few more websites, and from what I can tell, this blew my mind, I can't believe this. So, Ronnie James Dio actually performs on the original song, My Boyfriend's Back by the Angels. Now, of course, a lot of people who are big fans of Dio understand that he made his bones like in doo-wop groups back in the day so i guess he had networked enough to get in on some sessions and they said that he has a horn credit on my boyfriend's back so every time you hear the horns now on that song you're hearing the greatness that is ronnie james dio yes mind blown so there you go those little things that you uh, hopefully can come to expect on rock strikes 10 right here I was going to say sticking with the Brits, but <laughs> Ronnie's from New Hampshire. <laughs> he's East Coast. Uh, he's probably the most European East Coast guy of all time. You know, he's got all the associations, Sabbath, Rainbow, and all that stuff. So, yeah, I would think that you guys over in Europe consider Dio an honorary European. I would think so. Classy gent is all get out, too. But, uh, yeah, going back to the Brits officially with ELO, one of my favorite bands. And I couldn't leave this one off because it's a great deep cut. It's one of the great ELO deep cuts right here. Comes right at the end of the Face the Music album. Uh, so here's a nice little, uh, we play a lot of metal here. So here's a nice little mellow jam before we get back to the up-tempo stuff. So here's Jeff Lynn and the great ELO with One Summer Dream.
Yeah, actually, I just got finished listening to a bunch of ELO on vinyl. You know, my spare time that I like to do, part of the I Am Vinyl challenge. And what that is, is just listening to your collection in order, in alphabetical order. So I listened to a ton of ELO records over the last few weeks. That was one of them right there from the Face the Music album. That was the 41st song ever released officially by Electric Light Orchestra. There you go, in honor of my 41st birthday. All right, I was really happy to see this one pop up as the 41st song ever released by this band, and I had to do some digging on this one to uh, go through all the B-sides and whatnot, and, you know, one-offs, reunion songs, uh, things like that. But I came up with a really good track here uh, by a band that I don't play enough here on the show, but I really dig this band a lot. Even their most overplayed of singles, I really just never get tired of. Some of the best pop rock ever written and performed and recorded and all that good stuff. And this song is no exception. This was one of their uh, quote-unquote comeback singles uh, when they uh, put out a new record. And this should have been a huge song. You know, obviously radio programmers are very ageist, but this song should have been huge right here. And given a little boost by the co-writer, you'll hear him in the background. I'll let you know who that is when we come back from it. Uh, But this is the Go-Go's with a tremendous song called Unforgiven. There you go, Unforgiven by the Go-Go's right there. That song was co-written by Charlotte Caffey, Jane Whelan, the two guitar players in the Go-Go's, and also Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day co-wrote that song with them and did the background vocals in the chorus right there along with the Go-Go's. Great stuff right there. 
Oh, yes, and uh, that song is off of their 2001 comeback album called God Bless the Go-Go's. It might be 2000. Oh, okay, so I failed to mention, I'm going to play a little game with you guys right here, starting with that track, so keep in mind the Go-Go's right there, and the next two bands we're going to play, they all have something loosely in common, so try to figure out what that is. Try to put them together, play a little game with you, you know, let's have a little extra birthday fun. It's a birthday party, so we're going to play a game here. So yes, like I said, Go-Go's. And these next two bands, keep track. What do they have in common? The answer to that, of course, after the next couple of songs. So here you go. Next track we're going to play here is uh, off of one of the great albums of all time, Angel Dust by Faith No More. Yes, uh, only the second album that most people know. But if you track the band all the way back to their original singles and EPs and full links, you come up with this song as their 41st song from Angel Dust. This is Faith No More with Smaller and Smaller.
All right, there you go. Mike Patton and the boys, Faith No More, off of the great Angel Dust record that was smaller and smaller, their 41st song ever. And they have something in common with the Go-Go's. And they have something in common with this next band right here. Now, if you were thinking, oh, just purely West Coast, no, because we're going to throw it for a loop here with an East Coast band to play along for the third entry right here. And one of my all-time favorites, the Beastie Boys. And of course, since the 41st song landed on this album here, Paul's Boutique, I wouldn't hesitate to play it at all. It's my birthday, so one of my favorite albums ever, ever, ever. And uh, actually, I think this was the second single released, second or third. They tried to release a bunch of singles, trying to help this record out. It didn't help. But this was one of them. They even made a video for it. Really crazy, artsy video for it. Uh, so here you go. And what do they have in common with the Go-Go's and Faith No More? What do the Beastie Boys have in common with the Go-Go's and Faith No More? It's loose, but I, I dig it. So here you go. This is Shadrach by the Beastie Boys.
right, with some help there from the Great Dust Brothers on the production, and not that there's not a whole lot of extra sampling going on on that track, but the basis of that song is uh, Sly and the Family Stone's Loose Booty. So go if you go type in that one or go look it up, you'll just hear all the stuff from that song on that track. And of course, there's a lot of stuff embedded inside of it, but that's what they did on this record. That's why it's greatness. But that was Shadrach by Beastie Boys off of uh, 1989's, arguably 1989's best album, Paul's Boutique. There's a few other really good ones from 89, but that might be my favorite. I'm going to have to probably go with that, yeah. So, yeah, time to think about it. What do the Go-Go's, Faith No More, and the Beastie Boys have in common? Well, all of them started out basically as punk rock groups and became something else entirely. So I think that's enough uh, to garner a what-do-they-have-in-common kind of list, so... Anybody get that? Be honest. Send me a message. Hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, and they were pretty much all hardcore punk rock bands when they started out, too. Faith No More was a bit more art punk, uh, but I think it counts. All right. Man, we only got three more songs to go? That's crazy. Uh, But getting into this one right here, uh, just barely putting out 41 songs. Like, this is like the tail end of their fourth album, and they have yet to release an album since then. But that being said, we still have to go back to the mid-90s for this one. So where is your new album, guys? So I'm going to play you something here by Cinderella, a band I don't play nearly enough on Rock Strikes 10. If you have Sirius XM, you hear them all the time. But Cinderella, great band right here, and I, I need to play them more on the show. So their 41st song right here off of their fourth album, uh, unsuccessful album, but highly acclaimed by fans and some critics. Uh, this is Easy Come, Easy Go.
All right, there you go from the Still Climbing album. I believe that was 1994. Yeah, that sounds right. But that was Cinderella with Easy Come, Easy Go. Cinderella has that weird history with their records where uh, Fred Curry doesn't play drums on like hardly any of their songs in the studio. With the exception of the bonus track on there, Hot and Bothered. He plays on that. And I know Cozy Powell played some drums on some of their albums and stuff like that. But you may be surprised to know that all the drums on Still Climbing, with the exception of Hot and Bothered, is all performed by Kenny Aronoff. Uh, Kenny Aronoff, most famously from John Mellencamp's classic lineup. Uh, but also, I've seen Kenny Aronoff drum live at least twice. Once for the Smashing Pumpkins, and another time at a Billy Gibbons solo show. So, there you go. Fun fact from your friend Joey there. I've seen Kenny Arnoff live twice, to my recollection. Who knows, I might have seen him more than twice. I just, uh, as far as me paying attention to him being there, I only know of two. Uh, here's a band that actually has some recent controversy with their longtime drummer. And a band I don't play enough on the show either, but a band I do like. And uh, <laughs> I have a really dumb reason for playing this song but i couldn't help it uh so we're gonna get into some Queensryche right here for the second to last song i really thought that their 41st song would be something maybe close to at the end of operation Mindcrime, or maybe right at the beginning of empire but it is not either of those things because uh going in actual chronological order there was a song released between both of those albums and uh, how could i not play something off of the soundtrack to one of my favorite movies of all time, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, starring the great Andrew Dice Clay and a cast of thousands. I, I love this movie. I intend it non-satirically many times throughout the year. And uh, yeah, so here you go. This is Queensryche's contribution to that soundtrack with the song Last Time in Paris. Stop! 
there you go Queensryche with Last Time in Paris I like the music on that the lyrics are a little thin for me they don't really go anywhere uh, you know and the music very psychedelic for Queensryche and I guess judging by what they're actually saying in the song it's implying that the last time they had gone to Paris they probably took a lot of drugs or ingested something that made him crazy. Who knows? That, that's what I get out of the song. So let me know if you think it's about something else. Possibly just all about the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Who knows? So, yeah, and I, I, I was going to mention this also at the top of the show, in addition to these all being the 41st songs by all these artists. It's almost kind of an apology show for a lot of these acts because they actually all, most of them, got left off the top 100 albums of the decade even though they did put out strong releases. So with the exception of a couple of bands on here, that was the case. This band, the last band we're going to play here on the show, is one of those exceptions, because they did not put anything out in this last decade. But I'm hearing rumblings of a new album. It looks like they are definitely either recording it right now, or have finished recording a new album, finally, for the first time in over a decade. King's X. Coming back. Looking forward to that, man. I want to see what they uh, have to say. It's been a crazy last 10 years, so let's go with it, King's X. Uh, see, I had the feeling that if I went with King's X that I would play something off an album maybe I've never even played before, and I was right. So yeah, let's end on this one right here. Real strong track, real cool album track by the great King's X from their self-titled record. This is Chariot Song. <laughs>
Closing off my birthday show right here with the 41st songs from every one of these bands. That was King's X with Chariot Song from their self-titled album, of course, King's X. Looking forward to that new record, guys. Bring it on. All right. I hope you've enjoyed this episode here. You know, my loose concept of a birthday show here. And uh, yeah, not much else to say. I've got a few other show ideas brewing in here. And uh, I've got an Ask Me Anything episode coming up that I put to the uh, friends of the show. So... A lot of fun stuff around the bend, so stay tuned for my better half, Nola, the plugs, and the best outro song in the business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cat Willow an extra treat. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have Rock Strikes 10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message us for more details or to order. U.S. or APO boxes only. For now. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all of the episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, please check out our other quality shows, including The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other, The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative, The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. Talking Rock with Joey and the great Mark Striegel of Talking Metal. And the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then... Have fun.